Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Time to talk tech with our next guest, the president of uh, FPM3. Uh, and we go back <laughs> a few years. Uh, Adam Ofield joins us. So we actually haven't had a chance to talk here in the studio because yeah. we have worked together in the past. And very quickly, Adam was the guy who, and he would laugh at this, every time I would have a phone or a computer or <laughs> something would happen, and Adam, I need help. The question, what did you do? I had no idea. That's right. Because That's my right. fat Polish fingers would end up hitting something on the button, and then you'd say, well, it's a very simple fix. So. <laughs> yeah, I was an, an internal IT kind of guy around the yeah. uh, around the station, right? I mean, yes. It wasn't officially one of the IT guys, but yeah, I, I kind of helped out where I could in a lot of ways for everyone. <laughs> and after you stopped laughing, you were of uh, help. So let's uh, first of all talk about, uh, before we delve into the tech talk, mm-hmm. uh, we always like to talk about things that people do in the community to help yeah. people out. And I know that your staff was involved in something today. Yeah, we, uh, we sponsor Lifesaver Park, and it's uh, right on the corner of Sanford and Cumberland, and we've do, we do this four times a year, and uh, just a, a, a it's a great morale thing with the staff, and and it's fun with us to go out. The only thing I have to say, Ted, though, is as much as I love, and I love cleaning, I get a lot of compliments from the community. There's uh, there was a couple moms in there, a lot of children. Yep. It's such a cute little park. It's not a big one, but yep. so many people go there, and we've got our uh, uh, light. It's a solar paneled charging station. So if you have a, a USB like an iPad or an yep. iPhone, and you want to get a charge, we we put one in a few years back. So the kids love it. There's a it, there's a little theater. One thing I, I'm going to say this, I hate doing. When I actually go to this park, it's cleaning up dog poop. And I'll tell you, there is a lot of it. So my little my little story to everyone out there, please, if you are walking your dog, can you please pick it up? It is the most horrendous thing for someone else to do. So that was my only comment is it was fun. But yeah, I've had my fair share of dog poop. By the way, morning. we should tell you that this segment is brought to you by our friends at Hamilton Limo. Now, That's let's right. uh, start talking about some of the tech stuff. There's a lot of things. Find it interesting off the top. India is now saying that they won't allow for driverless cars. This is I mean, a billion people in this community, and we know they all are driving. It's a very robust uh, country, but they actually announced that they are not going to approve driverless autonomous driving vehicles. I've heard of a couple countries that are not doing this. Um, little surprised India is one of them. They seem very, very advanced, and there's been a lot of kickback with Facebook uh, wanting to provide a... a, a Internet available for most people to be able to access. And this was a bit of a shock for me, uh, but they have announced that they are not going to allow autonomous driving vehicles. Not not to be tested, not to be used. And uh, it's either going to put them way behind as far as the process of how, how people are advancing, but it's going to interestingly be probably the only country you're still going to need a driver's license in about 15 years. I, I'm wondering why though. What's, what's the reasoning for that? A lot of the, a lot of the elements when it comes to um, think they're, they're looking at it from an economic side. So when you're talking about autonomous driving and autonomous vehicles, the ripple effect from an economic point of view. So jobs that are going to be lost, specifically when there's a big transport business in India, there's a lot of textile, a lot of manufacturing. India is is actually far advanced when it comes to actually development. So with autonomous vehicles, just because a car or a truck is driving on its own, it's not just that it's a ripple effect. It's like a butterfly effect. The 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 gas company, the petroleum companies, the the people that are going to be servicing the cars, the auto body industry. Think about it. If your car is autonomously driving and you're going to be able to see cars 
automatically know where to go, what speed to drive at. Think of the taxi cab industry. All of a sudden, you have a massive amount of ripple economic impact. And India really does have a lot of people uh, that are necessarily living off of the need to drive. Taxis, maintenance, body shops, uh, parts, materials. Think of also this part, uh, Ted. I'm kind of elaborating on this one point, but... This one autonomous vehicle and all autonomous vehicles driving uh, remotely on their own is going to have a massive impact when it comes to longevity. Your cars are going to last seven years before the battery has to be replaced. So your accidents, as I mentioned, body shops aren't going to be need, but also the parts to repair them. So, you know, when you think about, okay, well, so what? We don't have to replace what? The, uh, uh, the, the, the motor point, uh, the mo- motor parts, the, if, there, if a car's in an accident, you got to replace the taillights. You got to, well, someone's making that. Someone's delivering that. Someone's putting it together. Someone's ordering the, all these parts and all of the development of this is going to have a very, very big impact as much as it's convenient. So going back to the long-winded answer, India believes it or is is sticking to the ground that we need to keep people employed and we're not about to take that chance on the economic development speaking of cars i love this idea um and because we've hung things from the cars before to get out smells or what have you it's a pocket-sized air purifier you plug it right into your car yep it reviews removes the smell of it not cigarettes in my case but food the coffee (laughs) when i spill it a cigar, whatever, a uh, pocket-sized air purifier. I'm always amazed, why didn't somebody think of this before? You know, it's it's interesting when you think about when you put these in, and, you know, you get in a car and you're like, what's that smell? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it could have been a sub that fell down and kind of rolled and you had some onions. I think that's what we're describing in your vehicle, Ted. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> well, I don't like onions or cheese, but, you know. <laughs> well, that's my other point. Stuff. Yeah. It's not that you don't like it. It's the fact that it's actually going to be uh, uh, creating that odor. So, you, you plug in a cigarette lighter and it becomes an air purifier and it will pull down and it's quite advanced and again you know what that smell of cigarettes the smell of cigars but even just the outdoor smells you drive by an asphalt company you get that scent this air filter is actually so advanced it will remove any and all uh, order issues you may have now speaking of order there's one thing um that i find fascinating staying with the topic of food um You're going to love, apparently, people will love this if they love KFC. You can get an Android custom-made KFC phone. It's preloaded with apps that play music and allow you to order your favorite meal. Yes. Yeah. A KFC, this is is big in China. I didn't realize, I guess, China's got a big fashion uh, 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 appeal for KFC. So they've got a, it's actually a pretty cool looking phone. It's an Android phone. Uh, it's made by Huawei, and this product is is actually pretty cool. It's got its own preloaded KFC apps in the actual phone. It allows it to pre-order. You can keep your KFC bucket favorites, and you can now also get rewards. So it's uh, interesting that you could go as far as actually getting yourself a KFC Android phone and be able to walk around. I just find it kind of embarrassing to say like, "Wow, hey, you want to go uh, want to go to Popeyes tonight?" Uh, you know what? A KFC phone's going to be a little awkward. So it's 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 interesting. You can build, and, and really, all it is is a label over top of any kind of other product. But we'll probably see more of that. The McDonald's phone. We're probably going to see uh, you know the Tim Hortons phone. We have the apps. Why not have a phone? This I find fascinating. Mercedes-Benz, yep. 
will play a sh- now apparently will be playing a short blast of uh, white pink noise before an unavoidable crash. It forces the occupant's ears to turn off for a moment, which prevents the hearing loss normally caused by the crash or the airbags. That's right. Yes. Fascinating. This is you know what I guess when it comes down to the the real damage when you're in an when you're in an accident is all of what happens at that moment. So uh, as an example, whiplash tends to happen uh, specifically when you see the car coming at you or the wall or whatever the obstruction is in and all of a sudden you tighten your muscles your neck muscles tighten up yep. and and that's actually where you get a lot of damage where uh you know again those that have been drinking and, and they get in car accidents they tend to be relaxed because they're not feeling the sensation one of them is when the airbag goes off the sound of of the vehicle and and again cars are made of metal you move a vehicle at any speed over 50 kilometers an hour it actually creates an extremely high piercing uh sound this has actually been developed that mercedes knows there is a point of no return and it will it actually will create a white noise and it's a piercing white noise that actually numbs the sound effects so uh it it will in the sound of the decibels of the vehicle crunching the airbags exploding you'll actually protect yourself uh, by limiting the sound of the decibels within the accident uh, that's taking place more folding tablets into a smartphone there's a new one coming out the note 8 apparently are going to be 6.3 inches, inches. Yeah. looking at smartphones i find this fascinating because that's that's not very big. Well, <laughs> you know, six point three inches isn't that big. But when you now are going to be uh, Lenovo, which is a product of IBM, is going to be coming out with a fold out. Uh, tablet on their phone. So you can now make your phone up to 10 inches. So re- think of it as an iPad. And if you could, you know, carry around an iPad and I, you know, looking at it in a joking way, you hold this big, huge brick to your ear and imagine trying talking on it. Okay. Well, what they're going to be doing in the next year, that's going to be the next advancement. We can see the Note 8 is coming out or is going to be announced. They do know it's going to be 6.3 inches. Uh, a Note 5 is about 5.9 right now. Um, and it's fairly big, but the new ones are going to be 10 inches. And imagine, like I said, take an iPad and fold half of it back and take the other half and fold it back. And so all of a sudden you want to make your visual look a little bigger, you can now unfold this massive uh, uh, tablet as big or as wide as you want and your iPhone or, or sorry, your iPad will soon become your new phone. It's it's going to become the new craze. We're going to see this in the next year. This isn't a, well, could it happen? No, it actually is going to be on the market in another year from now. As one who is charging his phone a lot and I'm finding it's not charging as quickly as I should and I probably have to d- talk to somebody at some point about this. Apparently there's a new battery that that's being tested that'll charge your phone in a mere seconds. Se- yes, in less than 15 seconds. This is actually going to be I think iPhone's new claim to fame. They haven't quite got a lot of fanfare right now and there's a lot of speculation the iPhone 8 isn't going to be all that it's cracked up to be. Well, one of the things about Apple is the rumor they've got or it's not a rumor, there's an actual test model that they've got at Harvard that they're building and it is a uh, and I'm no science expert but if I can explain it in a simple form when you fill up uh, or you plug in your phone it's on a lithium ion so when you plug it in it, think of it as almost like a you're filling it until it gets to the top so yeah. taking a cup of water you kind of pour it in it starts at the bottom and as you keep pouring it fills it in now imagine if I could take that same this is the new battery technology if I could take this jug of water in a cup and I was able to put holes 
on this cup in all angles and I was able to pour the water on the side of the cup and it could fill up instantly in all areas at once versus being forced in one in one component. So this new battery is aluminum ion and the way it works is think of it as multiple holes in the battery getting charged immediately all at once. So this is where it will take only seconds to be able to charge your phone or charge your phone. And I'm, when I say seconds, folks, it's, oh, I'm at 0%, 13%. Uh, you plug it in and in less than 35 seconds, you're at 100%. Wow. And, and, and literally, it's, it's just, I tried to dumb it down. I hope that's a, a self-explanatory as how you charge it. But yes, think of it as every area of that cup getting filled with water immediately versus trying to pour from the top where there's only one opening. And that's coming up in the next year or so. They say it will be ready. They're prototyping. It's, act- it's working currently. Uh, the key thing about aluminum is that uh, lithium ion is explosive. Um, what, one of the dangers of charging something, anything, too quickly is that, you know, depending on the use, so you've got charging use situation. So we really should have somebody from McMaster on here or, or Mohawk Talk at Science, but from what I understand, the detail of uh, uh, how it would work is that it could be, uh, they're testing how dangerous it could be in the case of overuse and heat. Speaking of which, nicely deferred and slash sliding <laughs> into heat, yes. people take their iPhone to the beach. Um, it gets hot. Yes. Sometimes it gets sand on it. Sometimes <laughs> both. Yep. Other things, if I drop it, which I do. Uh, there's apparently uh, a new kind of a, almost like a space suit, if you will, that will uh, kind of help <laughs> yeah. with that. Okay, so I like to use this as an example. We spoke with Bill Kelly a few weeks back, and one of the challenges in the summer with your smartphone or whatever your technical device is, the minute it gets to a certain temperature, you may notice your battery drains quick. That's because the heat, the power of the phone, everything, it doesn't like to run in hot temperatures, first and foremost. So you may have even turned it on and saw a big uh, uh, yield sign saying, warning, phone too hot, cool down before continued use. And if you haven't, you will if you're at the beach or as it gets warmer in August, we're going to see a little bit more of that. One of the things is that we would have the ability to now have a spacesuit for your phone. You put the phone inside uh, a, a little, uh, I'll call it aluminum bag, and you'll be able to actually protect your phone. You'll be able uh, uh, to hold it, and it will keep the temperature in a cool working environment, and you'll be able to actually know that your smartphone is safe, secure, and active while sitting out in the sun in 80 degrees temperature. Actually, and this explains, I was at a concert last week at the, what is now the Budweiser stage in yep. Toronto. Right. It was it, it was a sweltering hot night, like it right. was a, a night, but my phone phone, I kept looking, and it's like, it hasn't been on that long, and the battery was going from 75 to 50. Pull down, yep. And I didn't quite understand, and now I know why. It kind of makes sense. Let's talk a little bit about um, a voice-powered smart rings that I love this because it will make me look like I'm technologically advanced. <laughs> okay. So, Stop laughing. <laughs> Ted, I have a great time with you. I yeah. can tell you, we need to bring you in on, on occasion on a more often basis here. So first and foremost, I love, the, I love the smartwatch. Okay. Now my watch, I have a Galaxy Gear S, which means that I can talk into it like Dick Tracy did back in the day. Right. Uh-huh, so right. it's got its own SIM card and everything else. This is actually a ring. It looks a little awkward when you put it on. and But the best thing about this ring is so amazing. Smart ring, they're referring to it as. You take your finger, whatever your ring finger is, uh, obviously not your wedding ring, and then you're going to put it to the lobe of your ear. 
And all you do is you just hold your finger on the lobe of your ear and it will actually send the audio signal directly to your brain. You'll be able to speak clearly. They'll be able to hear it. So, you know when you ever watch those CIA agents or FBI agents and they're holding their fingers to their ear? Yep, and yep. You'll actually do that. I thought they the, were itchy. That's why. Well, you know, look, I thought they were digging out earwax. Yeah. yeah. Who knew, right? At the end of the day, there's always a cable in the back of their ear. This will literally pull that out and you can now just put your finger on your ear and be able to make a phone call. You'll be able to call on your or actual, uh, uh, you know, uh, Siri or, or Bixie, B- Bixby or, you know, you can automatically say, call Ted Michaels, listen to CHM. It will also control the actions of your phone. Speaking of, of hearing, I find this fascinating. There's a cochlear implant that has been made that will help more people FaceTime and listen to music. Fascinating. Well, yeah, we, we've seen the advancement in technology when it comes to those with disabilities. In particular, cochlear implants allows people with hearing or have a very high uh, lo- hearing loss, they can actually hear again. And so what happens is that this new product is allowing now to connect. The cochlear implants has an app, and it will connect directly to your iPhone. And so... <clears throat> In a lot of cases, uh, your hearing has improved, but it will also amplify now using the iPhone. So you can now hear better. You can, you can uh, when you're speaking, you can hear better when you're speaking to uh, your loved ones or your family members or otherwise. You'll be able to actually connect and be able to link up with them. So... Uh, when it's all said and done, this new, again, you know, if you're an iPhone user with a cochlear implant, they're really trying to advance their product in regards to helping for medical purposes with the Apple uh, in the future. And the last one we should probably, and, and this is uh, very important uh, because parents are always concerned about security yep. when, when their kids are on the phone or on the computer, what have you. Google now has an app called Trusted Contacts yes. available that allows you to connect with your loved one. Tell us about that. Well, it's been out for Android for a while, and it uh, we've talked about where Snapchat uh, tells where everybody is. And we can see there's a lot of Google Maps. You can give permissions when you uh, uh, activate it to share it with, with you know your loved ones or otherwise. In this case, though, Google has now, uh, now offered trusted contacts for Apple. And let me just define this in depth here. Imagine you have a teenage daughter. Oh, I have one of those. So if I'm concerned for whatever reason, hey, Dad, I'm going to the movies, or I'm going out or otherwise... And you don't want to keep saying, where are you? What's going on? You can actually turn this on and know exactly where your child is with their smartphone or with their with their app. It just uh, gives you clarity. It refreshes it every 10 minutes. You can turn it off at certain points. A lot of teenagers will have the uh, capability of turning it off. But for a parent that wants to know, for safety reasons, where my child is, without the world knowing, just between you and your actual loved one, and Apple has a great security feature that allows you to feel like no one else is going to be able to tap into that. So if you're looking for a safe uh, product, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to now download trusted contacts from Google and it will allow you to actually connect with your, with your child or family, loved one and know where they are without actually having to call them. But I have to ask the question. And I mean, I I know that, that you have thought of this and I know you, you, you've talked to people about this as well. The Big brother, I know that the parents yeah. you're yes. you're watching where where your kids are security i uh, will there be uh concerns raised about people that maybe they're being too invasive well, I think there's two sides of where you can say, hey, listen, turn it off for Google you know what it, there's a feature you can turn all this off. You know, turn your location. There's a little icon on all your phones. It looks like a little pin. You tap it. It will shut off your connection immediately. Then it will then disconnect you specifically from anywhere that Google can track you. However, 
there is just something about convenience when it comes down to, geez, where do I want to get a pizza? Or where is uh, where is the next place that I might be able to park? Or how you know where where's the theater I want to get to? And you want to use the map feature for being able to access that. Well, you know what? I mean, it does come with a lot of advantages, and that's the only thing I can share is, yes, Big Brother does have access to you. The government has access to you. And by the way, uh, the CIA was actually one of the groups that invested in Google Maps. So I don't know if you want to take that to a positive or a negative, but, you know, I mean, it just brings a little bit of a hmm, conspiracy theory. And that wraps it up. Uh, this segment uh, of Tech Talk brought to you by Hamilton Limo, Adam Ofield. I now have your number. So <laughs> if I do something stupid on my phone, which probably will happen by the end of the day, I know how to get the whole of you. You know where to get me, Ted. I'll Th- be here. Thanks for, in my case, dumbing this down. Fascinating. <laughs> the Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.